0: Of you will be the next to go you say you know who the killer is yes sir well all right name him all in good time with the power of these lenses i can turn the inside of this mountain into hot molten rock no one not even captain marvel can survive that shazam and i can only control this robot over a short distance but with your remote control cell built in I can send this robot in hundreds like it all over the country. Dr. Satan may try to attack you on this train tonight. If he does, I want to be here. Dr. Satan? And why do you want to be here? Governor Bronson was murdered tonight by one of Dr. Satan's killers. Perhaps I can accommodate you. I am Dr. Satan. You will be dead before we leave this room. When a gang of foreign agents plot to kill the leading scientists of the world, Jeff King, thunderbolt
1: of the air, wrecks their plans by his heroic action. Rocketman, Bringing you a
0: screenful full of pulse-pounding excitement. From somewhere in the skies above us have come from time to time, flaming disks and weird aerial phenomena. What are they? Whence have they come?
2: Dr. Morris Apiart one of the leading aerodynamicists in the world, stated that in his opinion, they have originated elsewhere than the Earth and that they are artificially controlled.
3: Deep in the cavernous basement of this house is
1: a strange, dimly lighted, secret bat cave, Hidden headquarters of Batman, America's number one crime fighter. Batman and his two-fisted assistant
0: Robin, the boy wonder. Wherever crime raises its ugly head to strike, Batman
1: and Robin strike also. Columbia Pictures presents the incomparable Batman and Robin. The famous serial that
0: has amazed bat fans around the world—15 thrill-packed chapters.
1: my fellow galactic travelers. And welcome back to Planet 8. This is your mission commander, Larry, speaking to you from our hidden base. Chief Engineer Bob is here by my side as always in the command center and circling Planet 8 in our orbital spy satellite is Reconnaissance Officer Karen. And on this episode of Planet 8, we are fortunate to have friends of the show, Raymond and Gail Orwig, Ray and Gail Orwig, who have... Been with us before in the past. Today's episode, we'll be talking about their new book, Fantastic Serial Sites of California, Science Fiction, Horror, and Fantasy Locations, from 1919 to 1955. Um, I looked over this book, I purchased it, and looked it over with my father-in-law, and straight away, he already picked out three or four sites that we're going to go visit (laughs) in the spring (laughs) or summer of uh, 2023 um it's a wonderful book um if you guys get a chance at the end of the show we'll we'll let you know where to go and pick it up but ray and gail welcome back to planet eight
4: thank you very much thank you yeah we should probably mention that uh, they were here previously with their book where monsters walk
1: where monsters walk yes indeed and that uh, again is a great book as well Uh, a lot of fun information and um Let's get into it. Um so what made you think after that first book to kind of re- not revisit but let's get into serials now and we love serials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just
2: they're just so much fun. Uh, I I remember as a kid my elementary school had a uh, during the winter time they had a Saturday afternoon movie thing they would do and the first serial I ever saw was Flying Disc Man from Mars, mm. and the, the scene I remember was the this door coming down, and the hero is laid out underneath the door, mm. unconscious. And you see the door coming down, and then they tilt the camera up, and you see that the door has hit bottom, and then it's to be continued. And we all went nuts in the <laughs> auditorium. That day, wondering what happened. So,
5: and I remember seeing mysterious Dr. Satan on creature features, <laughs> watching it with my brother, and that was a lot of fun.
1: Nice. Um, I, you know, I, I shout out to Will Vajaro Thrillville, he plays some of these serials, uh, to fill in space between the movies, whether it was Superman or Batman. and. Some other serials and it was always a lot of fun to see something other than and I love Flash Gordon, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was always nice to see something other than and Flash Gordon. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so the the beauty and the fun of your guys' book is to take a look at and I love when you do this. Here's a here's a still picture from the serial. And here it is today. And I swear you could just match it up. <laughs> you know, like
2: yeah, we try our best to do that. <laughs> and that was that's one of the things that uh, we worked really hard to do. We would uh, when we go on location hunts. Mm-hmm. We have a notebook that we bring with us, and in the notebook, as well as having directions and and a map and and so forth, is uh, a a screenshot from the serial. And so we'll go to that location, and we will line it up as best we can. And then when we edit it later, when we we put it into the book, we you know clip them so that it matches it. We try to make it match up exactly, and
4: that's yeah. our goal.
5: unfortunately, a lot of the times there's bushes and things like that <laughs> oh, in the yeah. way, <laughs> yeah. and so we have to have a different angle when that happens.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask, have you like tried to match up shots, and like suddenly, here's a here's a mountain range, and then the next one it's all buildings and
5: oh yeah, built yeah. up. And-
2: yeah, sometimes if you go into downtown LA, sometimes we'll have to get a lot closer to. Our our subject, uh, our our target building, than you would have if when you were watching the serial, simply because there's more high rises in the way now or yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. But you know, you still you, you get a you focus on a core part of it. For instance, in a Superman serial, there's that clock tower uh-huh. in downtown LA. So you make sure that that's in the shot, so that it's it's not too much of a leap to say, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the same location.
5: Yeah, and obviously sometimes the point-of-view shots, if they're way up high, you're not going to be able to be in that building. Or the <laughs> like one of the the Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, um, the Dick Tracy serial where they had all the bad guys looking out of the window of the uh, garage. Now, there's no way we can go all the way up on that right. floor and get that shot. Yeah. Yeah.
4: But yeah. we got one from the bottom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always think it's amazing. because I mean, you, you get places like Vasquez Rocks or Bronson Canyon and things. That they look the same now as they did back then, and I yeah. think because they still shoot movies there and they mm-hmm. still use them as locations. I don't know if L.A. or Hollywood or whatever designates some of these places as that's going to stay as a film location. Like you can't suddenly put a high rise there.
2: Well, now it. actually, Vasquez or no, excuse me, uh, Bronson Canyon now has a sign directing you. To where the caves are, they never used right. to have that. Yeah, unfortunately, oh, okay.
5: the, uh, in the last uh, couple of years, though, the the rocks started crumbling in the caves, and they actually had gates in front oh, of them, so you couldn't go in. Yeah,
2: they've blocked them off now.
4: At least yeah. that was the last yeah. we had we had seen of it. Well, see, they should make the gate on the one side look like the gate in front of the Batcave. You know, <laughs> collapses when it That would work. Yeah. That would
2: uh, get a lot of people up visiting
4: that. Right. Yeah.
5: Yeah, sometimes with some of these locations, too, it's just like, you know, a matter of time before some of them disappear. I mean, yeah. we actually had one on our list to visit. And when we got there, there was a wrecking ball
4: taking it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wait, wait, I got to get a shot. No, it, it, Darn, it, they yeah, already we were, took most of it We had down. just
2: shot a picture of the L.A. Times building, <laughs> which was for the serial book. And so Gail says, "Okay, what's our next stop? And I said, well, if we go around the corner, there's the old police headquarters. And so we go around the corner and I'm standing there staring at it with my jaw hanging open. And Gail looks at me and says, I guess that used to be the location that we were looking for. Um, And they were taking it down. We were about a week and a half too late.
1: See, that's a bummer. I know there's there's a couple of times where the. uh, uh, not as recently as as that, but where the building just isn't there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and all you have is like, well, this was the location. This is the corner of La Cienica, you know, and and whatever.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Um, Yeah, I was wondering about between the effects of just time, but also climate, you know, I mean, erosion and other things. Right. You know, how it affects the the looks of things and um, all that.
2: Yeah, there's a... um when we've gone out, we went out to Red Rock Canyon uh, Park up in the Eastern Sierras. There is, um, we found tons of locations from the cereals out there, and there is one uh, rock that Buster Crab is standing next to mm-hmm. in in one of the cereals, and that rock is maybe about three or four feet shorter now oh. than it used <laughs> to be um, because of erosion. It's it's a very soft material that Red Rock Canyon is is composed of by and large, and and so it, it, they don't get a lot of rain, but what they do does right. wear it down over time.
5: Yeah, that's the same mm. with the Bronson Caves, too, because yes. they've filled up with a lot of, you know, the rocks from the caves and silt and things like that. And you wonder, how could these people actually stand in the caves anymore? One of them is so small now you'd practically have to crawl oh, out, okay.
4: out of it. Wow. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. Wow, yeah. So, so when you were scouting locations for this book, did you stumble upon any locations that you said, "Oh, that should have been in the last book"? Like um, you found, you suddenly found a monster location when you were looking for a serial location. Yes, um, we we did have a few of those.
2: Um, one example is that, what is that? The Redwood Lodge. Mm-hmm. It was uh, in, in Cosmic oh, yeah, Man. It was uh,
5: uh, unable to find in the in, in, co- the in first, the first book in yeah. Where Monsters Walk. Yeah,
2: in Cosmic Man, the the. Um, the lodge where they're all staying, the military and everything. Um, we looked and looked and looked, no idea where that was. And it also appears in, I think it's Mandrake. Mm-hmm. So Mandrake, the magician. Yeah, it was Mandrake. Mandrake, and we we keep refining our search tools. Yes, yeah, so time. we were able to put it in that book and say this is where it is. This is this <laughs> where it should have been or in uh, where monsters <laughs> walk. Yeah, it's no longer there. It's now a an empty lot uh, on nice. on the street corner, but.
5: Yeah, we find it important to put the no longer theirs in there, too, if, if we can, because then people will know that they don't need to look for it because it's not there anymore. Not there. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, other than like Bronson Canyon and Vasco's Rocks that everybody knows about, is there any particular location that was just used in like multiple upon multiple Cereals and
5: um, Iverson. Iverson Ranch, yeah, Iverson, Iverson Ranch. Ranch
4: up in Chatsworth.
5: A lot of Westerns, but also right. a lot of cereals. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there were hundreds and hundreds of films done out at the Iverson Ranch area. Oh, okay. yeah, and
5: years ago, even before we even thought of doing a book, we took pictures over there. And Video um, too, yeah. unfortunately now, a lot of the places, in fact, we usually try to point it out in the book. If it's a place that you can't get to anymore, we tell you that, too. Or if it's hard to get to, if it has a fence in front of it or in
4: somebody's backyard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, you yeah the, do you have footnotes telling people how to sneak into places? <laughs> <laughs> you got to go in the back <laughs> fence on this one. There's a little we, rip we, in the fence. We, and, we usually talk about that by saying this
5: but it's still there and this is where
2: it is yeah it, yeah it could be challenging to get to this location now i think that was one of the phrases
4: that you used when yeah you, were, yeah. Well, so that, you could do a little supplemental of, book with all the secrets on how to get in <laughs>
3: <laughs> that kind of led me to another question because i know um, both larry and i used to go geocaching
4: yeah
3: and one of the things that we used to sometimes get into some issues with is like when you're trying to find one of these little geocaches sometimes you're in plain sight and people kind of look at you strangely and wonder what you're doing and if you should be there and you're rather conspicuous and, and even people may come up and ask you what you're doing yeah. <laughs> and I wondered if you ever had any instances where you're kind of poking around and somebody might come up and say you know what what are you doing here you know
2: I want to talk about the, the one from the first book
5: yeah oh yeah there's a couple of good ones yeah we're book. out in
2: uh, what was the town that was Shot. which one <laughs> uh, brain eaters uh, oh Pomona Pomona we're out in Pomona and uh, we're we found the location the uh, that was the apartment building in brain eaters and so we parked the car jump out we're taking pictures right left and meanwhile there's a fellow who's one of the groundskeepers and he's out there doing his work and he comes over and he goes is this place supposed to be famous and I said yes <laughs> this was and we're showing the pictures this was in in brain eaters in 1958 and he kind of keeps sweeping, and he goes, "Yeah, I must have missed that one," and walks off. <laughs> yeah. Talking about dropping the mic, Gee. you know. Um, yeah, but
5: and then the one time when it was pouring with rain. Oh. And uh, we were standing in front of the house, and and uh, a fellow comes out, and, and Ray goes, "Oh, did you know that this was in a movie?"
2: And he goes, "Sure, Crawling Hand, 1962." <laughs> 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 we're just like, and he invited us up onto his porch. Yeah, we got to take a picture of his door and everything, and started <laughs> telling us all about the neighborhood and the house, and mm-hmm. and so most of the time, if we run into people, it's like it's an encounter like that. They're they're kind yeah, of most interested. Most of them in
5: were that. in the first book when that happened. Yeah,
2: yeah, the serial book. Um, most of that was out in the middle of nowhere, um, <laughs> Iverson Ranch. And, and we had actually uh, taken video of Iverson before, almost before the condos were built out mm-hmm. there. And so that enabled us, when the pandemic struck, that was going to be one of our last Trips.
5: Yeah. Plus, there was a couple of really good sites that really helped us. We used the naming of, oh, yes. of the rocks and so forth from uh, Dennis Ronald's site. Yeah. And then there was another fellow that did a site uh, that actually had the different uh, spots, and you could click on <coughs> them. And there was your. It rock. was
2: interactive. It was an interactive. Yeah, site.
5: Didn't he also use the same names?
2: Yeah. He used the same names that uh, it was Iverson Ranch Blog Spot. I think is the uh, the yeah, website. It, it's
5: in the book. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: but he. Um, the guy who created that site—if there is a twig of of wood somewhere, he knows where that is on Iverson <laughs> Ranch, and and he's gone all the way up to the other side of the free of the Ronald Reagan Freeway, um, and got all the locations up there, which is now. A gated community oh, and so yeah. he's had access to tons of stuff
5: yeah it, and it was just so helpful because otherwise how do you explain where some of these things are yeah. if they're not in the garden of the gods which a lot of stuff was shot up there yeah. but there's also places that are nearby like the lone ranger rock, lone ranger across rock the street which yeah, across mm-hmm. the
2: street and down a hill yeah. which is very
4: in a bunch of poison yeah people. right hazardous to try and get to so that was like another question i had like If you're looking for a certain, okay, maybe there's a certain rock formation or something, and you go out to the location where it was and it's not there, have you chased rocks? Like, okay, where did this one go? They
5: actually did blast out some of the rocks when they built the condos. Uh, Uh Yeah. Uh,
4: Um,
2: yeah. uh, We we pretty much, because of this site, we have a pretty good idea of what's actually there. Although, um, even on this site, he doesn't have some of the cereals. There isn't much he doesn't have on this side. Right. Yeah,
5: but, but he has the same rocks and so no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. This one's in I the know where all the rocks too. are. Yeah, yeah,
4: exactly. Exactly. No, that's great. So do you guys have a particular favorite cereal? Oh um mine is uh, Adventures of Captain Marvel.
5: Yeah, Captain Marvel was one of the best serials yeah. that was ever made. It's yeah. got wonderful um, stunt work in it, and and it's just like you know, Captain Marvel himself, uh, Tom Tyler was was great, and uh, just and it had great sound soundtrack, good score.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, and the uh, uh, terrific villain, mass villains, they mm-hmm. mass villains were very popular in serials, yeah. <laughs> and you know you had to wait till the last episode to find out who they were. And so I imagine when people were first seeing these serials, most of the discussion was on who do you think is right? Yeah, because red herrings were just flying everywhere, you know.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah you've been to Bob Burns' place oh, yeah. many times because he's got some of friend, the serial, yeah. some of the suits yep. Yep. like yeah, Captain yeah, Marvel, yeah, yeah, Flash Gordon the, the <laughs> costumes hanging. Yeah, now yeah, yes, so uh, you realize it's man. like because you always thought, oh yeah, they're probably color accurate and they just shot them in black and white, but it's like no, they're they're made in grays and mm-hmm. whites and blacks and shades and all that.
5: Yeah, he was great. He actually knew some of the people that were in it and had them in his living room yeah. watching.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to tell great
2: stories about, you know, yeah, Kenny Duncan. Uh, Kenny Duncan and uh, um, all the who, who else? All these, all these guys. He had just great stories about. It. In fact, went out to watch uh, some of these things being shot. You know, that yeah, Roy Barcroft Roy and Barcroft. Duncan
5: in one afternoon yeah. watching cereals in his living room.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doesn't so get better than cool. that. Yeah, great, great <laughs> stories right. like that. Yeah. So Bob was a big treasure trove of knowledge on that. Oh, I'm sure he was.
5: Also in, in um, uncovering things for the book, we found five silent cereals that we put in there. And those were absolutely fascinating because they were made uh, you know, in the teens and the early twenties and so forth, before some of the things were conventional. And, and it was interesting because they, they weren't so uniform. I mean, if the thing was popular, they would keep going with it and keep writing and so forth. Mm -hmm. And we also found out that there was so many different locations that they visited in those, and they were just fascinating. And they were, were also not just one genre. They could be a cult, they could be science fiction, they could be a Western all
2: rolled into one. <laughs> you know, like you had Miracle Rider, which was basically a Western. Yeah, that was in the early 30s. But there's all these right. science fiction elements, things in it. Yeah, yeah.
5: that's huh. what we were pretty much told to do. Anything that had science fiction or fantasy elements, we could include in there. So that's why you would end up with something like Miracle Rider, which a lot of people mm-hmm. would think is just a Western.
4: Well, I was saying, you know, when we did our star, one of our Star Trek episodes, we were talking about the fact that, you know, they needed sets for something, and then there was, you know, there was a Western... Shooting over here, so okay, let's go over and do Spectre of the Gun, or you know, yeah. it's gangsters or whatever. You
1: know, it's like Nazis, I yeah. yeah. Uniforms. <laughs> yeah. Throw in there and right right up a Nazi a joke episode. About
5: that. It's like, oh, let's see what they got out of Western costume today. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah for Star Trek, you have oh, we've got some Nazi uniforms, and now let's use this building at Paramount
1: as the headquarters. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> everybody out of the office,
1: and and we'll use that for a day or two do we have any gangster oh yeah yeah we got okay yeah, yeah. Well, we'll do a episode a couple on of that.
2: streets that look like they're chicago or new york <laughs>
1: yeah and, uh, i mean that's that's part of the fun of, it really of is. filmmaking <laughs> and you know these things are so fun to watch um one of the things i appreciate is the footnotes that it's no longer there this is where it was mm-hmm. or you know what enter at your own risk <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, the, like
5: that one overpass where we
0: where you went
2: down oh, to take the picture? Yeah, it's gangbusters. gangbusters. <laughs> they have a chase over the Mulholland Drive overpass, which was also an invasion of the body snatchers. Oh, okay. yeah. the, the, and Ray the,
5: wanted to get a and, close-up picture and of and the I, had to oh, get I wanted to get a picture.
2: <laughs> they crashed through the fence and crashed onto the freeway below. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, Gail's trying to talk me out of this, and I'm saying, no, no, I can get down there and get this picture safely. And there's traffic going up, and that's a four-lane freeway, and they have a two-lane off-ramp there. Mm -hmm. And the bushes come right out to the road, and so I'm crawling through the bushes and everything, and, and I'm wearing a bright red jacket at the time. It's
5: not going to save you if you fall down. No, that's true. And, uh, so, it's just
2: hides the blood. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. It makes it easier for the ambulance driver to find the body. And so I, I get it's down. To... Uh, so I get the, down to the road and I'm looking. OK, now there's a gap in the traffic. I Step out, take my picture, look on the little screen. OK, I got it. And and, and walk back up and how well, Gail is at the top of the hill going. OK. I said, oh, good. There he is. Yeah, in fact, when we
5: were. Wrote it up in the book. We said you might. We might suggest that you actually take this. Light, while have one person sitting next to you while the other person is driving and get the overpass that way.
1: Don't try to walk down there. Yeah. yeah. If you do, have rope and flares. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: So that was. That's about the only time I did in, in taking the photograph something quite. That there risky. <laughs>
1: yeah, for for,
5: the, for this last book, there was a couple of risky ones in the other book, too. Yeah.
4: Yeah. See, that's such a fun thing about these old movies and serials is you can go visit the locations. Now, it's like, well, we're, we're shooting in Vancouver or Tunisia or, uh-huh. you know, it's like we're going to have to, school. like, trot yeah. across the globe to find all these places. Well, that's why we
2: limited it to California. Uh, because otherwise it gets a little expensive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a
5: yeah, plus uh, some of this stuff turns up in later cereals anyway. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, you can say this was in this cereal and this one. Like the that federal building that was in three
2: different universal Three different series. universal cereals. Yeah, it's the same building. Good restaurant,
4: though. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, now, too, it makes it harder because now they'll take, like, they'll do green screen or they'll do LED backgrounds oh, or something. And they're taking, like, trees from Italy and they're taking, you know... Streets from right. Vancouver, whatever, yeah. and putting them all together into a background. So you you kind of lose, you know. You can't really kind of visit Mandalorian sets and things. Right. It's like you actually, can walk you can walk down there and okay, this is our video screens. <laughs> actually, that
2: uh, the Iverson guy did find one hillside. I think he was actually there the day they were filming, and it was a little. Add on scene for an episode of Mandalorian. Oh, okay. And uh, cool. yeah, it's on his it's on his website on there. I I believe that was it. Um, yeah, but that's about right, the only yeah. one I've was seen. It, yeah.
5: Was it Garden of the Gods? Um,
2: it was yeah somewhere
4: in that area. Yeah, I, yeah, that, I stumbled across that. Get
0: to that.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, it was funny because the first time I went to to uh, Vasquez Rocks was with Butch Pertillo. <laughs> and uh, when we went there, it was on a weekend, so there wasn't any shooting going on. But there were all these Paramount vans and, and campers and stuff like outside the gate with Star Trek logos on them. Ah. And it was it was the J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams the 2009 Star Trek. Oh, okay. I was going to say next the, gen or something. Yeah, well, they shot the well, the, the scenes on Vulcan there. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so that we caught them between takes, I guess. And
5: Yeah, that's kind of
1: cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love there's like a, a miss, mix and match uh, element to this. I'm, I'm looking... Specifically, page one thirty. Uh,
2: I haven't memorized everyone. Pages. Everyone, get out <laughs> your this, this is
1: for the listeners when they get oh, okay. their book. Yes, uh, no longer there. Chapter three: the unoccupied lodge where the Hornet, Warren Hull, and Miss Grayson, Dorothy Lovett, hit out after their car crash is the same house used in the shot, a stock shot of the femme house seen in universal's, the old dark house. (laughs) And you guys provide a picture of it. This is, uh, this is, I I think it's amazing. Uh, (laughs) Chapter eight left the Grayson mansion, actually a back lot house at universal chapter two on the right is the Henry Ford bridge in long beach. Also known as the badger Island bridge. It was taken down and replaced in 1996 kids. This is priceless. You do not have to risk life and limb, as Ray and Gail have done on several occasions. You pick up this wonderful book, you, you thumb through it, and you, you're just going to find so much information from all these serials. I mean, I'm really looking forward to really digging into this. I've only thumbed through it uh, recently.
4: Well, that's the thing. Now you get your backpack. You get oh. the two books, you put them in there.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, and then head down to
4: Southern California and just scout L- Lieutenant locations. Lieutenant
1: Jasmine's birthday is in February, and yeah. her friend, we had breakfast this morning, and we're like, oh, what are you doing for a birthday? Oh, we're going to Southern California. to uh, uh, Jasmine wants to go to uh, Warner Brothers' uh, back lot. Uh-huh. But we're going to be visiting some of these sites as well. So. Yeah. <laughs>
3: as, as somebody who is a, a nerd who works with a lot of data, I I was curious – about uh, you guys have done a ton of research and I'm wondering how you keep track of all this information. Uh,
2: that's, that's my line.
5: Um, <laughs> yeah, the, believe it or not, Ray would have been a great librarian if he wasn't a great teacher. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you. Um, we have, um, well, we have a couple of things we work from. One is a master list where we have all of the films or serials alphabetically. Mm. And then we have by chapter, where we where we've discovered locations, those are printed in black. Where we're still haven't photographed it, it's in red. Mm-hmm. No longer there is blue. Okay, and it's got
5: it all color
2: coded. And so it's all color coded. Mm-hmm. And then to go with that, um, we I, I have a database where we have each of the matchups for each serial, and it's mm-hmm. also listed by chapter as well. So it's it's a rather sizable database. After a <laughs> while, and so that's how we're able to keep track of it. Then we keep um, the uh, screenshots are in one folder, and then the photos we've taken are in another folder, and they're numbered, of course. And so we—that's how we keep a match up on the database. We were just updating it last night as we're working on our our, our next project. Um, but yeah, it's um, uh, it, it's kind of it's it's the only way that you could ever keep any of this stuff straight because we had. Over a thousand photographs in wow. the first book, yeah. and this one had I think yeah we had
5: to uh, cut back on them <laughs> yeah this one was about nine
2: hundred, I think, and uh, so yeah you'd go nuts if you didn't have some kind of uh, structure right. you know for that yeah. Right. Man, think,
4: think of the days uh, before computers, how many file cabinets that would take up. Oh, it would just be like a huge, I'd just
2: get a big piece cards. of paper
4: and just be drawing it on there, be erasing
2: it to little I, stickers and gosh knows what else. I was going to say,
1: I envisioned like, you know, these filing cabinets in a garage and this map on the wall with yeah. all these pins, <laughs> but yep. the, the lovely computer now takes the place of all yeah. that yeah. physical. Well, we
2: still do the paper thing because we have the folder that we <laughs> take on location with us and. And I don't know how many maps we've run off at Office Depot, um, <laughs> you know, so that we can.
1: Thomas Guy is your friend. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not into the uh, map on the smartphone thing. I want a physical thing. I can sit there and go, OK, this is yeah, here. You
5: have to be a tablet anyways for us to see it. <laughs> see it <again>. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Well, and these remote locations, you know, if you lose service, you know, you're. Yeah, yeah, that's so, yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah, I know we tried to call somebody when we found one of the locations, and of course we couldn't. The cell phone out
0: the oh, drink, Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and that's the thing my grandfather would always say, your Thomas guy's not going to run out of power. No. <laughs> oh, you know. No. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Hurry up. Look for it. We're at 10%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. There's
4: no place to plug it back in. Uh, do you guys have like one of those big clear maps? With um, the pens and you can write on there like they have. On, oh no, we like have. Well, what we use on is on the we use so.
2: the, the AAA ones, and um, oh, there you go. We use them until the yellow felt pen, all <laughs> uh, until the uh, the fold lines start tearing, and then we get another <laughs> one. And,
5: yeah, didn't they say they were going to stop making paper? Man?
1: Yes, they they did. <laughs> we we went to uh, Maui in July, and and they says, oh, I think we have some. of uh, that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> we're not ordering any more though. It's all going to be online. Yeah, well, so.
2: I need to get a couple more copies of. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: get them while you can.
4: Burbank and Central <laughs> right. Los Angeles and so but forth. And then they change roads, and then the maps don't adapt, and then you. Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. Too. Yeah, we
4: we haven't run into
2: too much of that. No, in fact, we, every everything we followed has been
1: that's there. Great. We used to go to the city of commerce in a given city and, and they would give out free maps and you had all the advertisements of the coffee shops and the tire shops and, right. and whatever. So
2: yeah, Sometimes those would be. Uh, one of our reference sources um, online uh, is this website where it looks like these people have all kinds of old phone books oh, and maps oh. of the L.A. area. And so if you throw a question at them, there'll be somebody that'll dig in and go, oh, yeah, that business used to be on, you know, uh, on Fifth Street or something like that. That's and so, pretty cool. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, that.
5: Thank goodness for stuff like that and Calisphere, because yeah. a lot of the stuff we were looking for is in, you know, the like in the teens and the 20s
2: and yeah. so forth. Yeah. So you yeah, need some people point. that have, you know, older reference sources.
4: Right. That's the thing, too, because, you know, being, being an Ultraman fan. I was always telling people, it showed here in the San Francisco Bay Area in 1967. And everybody would tell me, no, no, it didn't start syndication until the 70s. And I'd argue and argue. I'd look online, can't find anything. And then a friend of mine had a bunch of old TV guides. He found one from 1967, September of 1967, and there was Ultraman 430 on Channel 20. Uh I said, okay, there we go. Xerox that for me or copy that for me and give it to me. Um, that was the only proof I could ever get, Mm -hmm. you know, I couldn't find anything online or any, no one else remembered or whatever, but. Yeah. No. So,
1: let, let me ask you guys this. How many of the serials in the book have you personally watched? All of them.
0: All
2: of them. All, all right. At all at at, Lovely. Usually usually twice. <laughs> okay. You know, first time, if it was a new one like the silent ones, mm-hmm. you know, we would just watch it mm-hmm. and kind of get a feel for it. Oh, That looks like that might be a possible location or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the second time we got, you know, pad and paper uh, and we're marking, we'll stop the serial and go, okay. Mark the time index. We should get a a screenshot of that. So maybe we can identify that location.
5: Yeah. And sometimes they would have some of the chapters online so you could actually see if there's locations in them. Ah. And I'm sitting there looking for one officer four (laughs) four two four, and I'm looking at it and they're driving by Sather Gate in Berkeley. There's a, <laughs> actually a serial shot in Berkeley. I was so excited because I went there for, for my master's degree in library science.
1: <laughs> well, that, that was another question I was going to ask is, was there anything in Northern California? Yes. I know over uh, Alvar- N- Alvarado Niles, you know, they've had some Western shot mm-hmm. out there. So, so yeah, Berkeley? Yeah, well, Charlie okay. Chaplin used yeah.
4: to shoot all his stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. so we
5: were really excited when uh, we could – uh, poke around and find Officer 444 shots. Of nice. Berkeley. And some of the old buildings were still there. Yeah, That so was oh. really great. And of course, it looks way different in some of the spots now. And so, like, there was a train station there years ago, and it's like, this is where the BART station is now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it used to be a, a train would come right through the right. middle of, of Berkeley. Hmm. Um, wow. and Yeah, the BART station is now just a little bit north of where this train station used to be. Oh, Berkeley's wow. amazing.
4: I, I used to work at the Claremont Hotel. Mm. <laughs> And they had a gated off area in the basement where they would store things. And you'd look in the gate, and it looks like this big, long tunnel. So I, one day I asked, what's this big, long tunnel? And They said, oh, that was back when the Claremont was a jazz club, and it was the days of Prohibition. Oh. And there's a tunnel that goes all the way down to downtown Berkeley and comes up in a sewer grate. Oh. And they used to smuggle alcohol through that tunnel up to the club. Oh, wow. That's funny. So, yeah, I mean there's when you start digging into the past of some of these buildings and these old yeah, yeah I had the same thing
5: happen when I was visiting relatives in England, because I'm a big fan of Scarecrow of Romney Marsh, which was on oh, the, yeah. the old oh, old Disney, yeah. wonderful world of Disney. Ray's also a big fan of it. And we actually went to some of the sites there, and my uncles were sitting there <laughs> watching me run <running> around. <laughs> oh, this is so great. But, it, you know, they had actually had smuggling places over there, too. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. That was uh, one Mm -hmm. of the episodes we had uh, on Planet 8. And God bless Gail because I I posted something about it and you shared that (laughs) photo. And I was like, oh, that was so cool.
4: Yeah, Yeah, see, the scarecrow and Romney Marsh, that's something I hadn't thought about since I was a kid. Right. And then we did that episode where we were interviewing people from the uh, Disney Museum Mm -hmm. about Walt Disney and Halloween and that. And, of course, that came up. So then I had to go and find a Blu-ray of it. Yeah, it was so
5: cool because the Disney people actually helped um, uh, to—one of the churches that they used for the shoot, and they actually did some refurbishment thanks Mm -hmm. to the Disney folks, and they actually put that in their little booklet that they had.
1: That's awesome.
4: That was the Disney Museum or the Disney, like—
5: It was was one of um, the—they used a couple of different um, churches. Oh, and okay. one of them stood in for Dim Church, right. and, and that was the one that had, that had the little booklet that said that, that Disney had helped them out with that. Because, of course, I went in 2000, and that was done back in 64 or something yeah, like yeah, that. Right. Yeah. yeah, mid-60s. Yeah, so, yeah, that was pretty exciting. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, how helpful are the studios? I mean, if you called up... You oh. know, Warner Brothers or Paramount or something. Well, Republic is no longer in existence, right. Right. so that's yeah. true. Yeah, that they're is-
5: actually, CBS is where they are, and, and they actually don't do tours or anything like yeah. that. So we actually went on, I think it was a Backlot studio thing, Yeah. and and a fellow actually went there, that, uh, and we asked him if particular buildings were still there just so we could put that in the book. And um, he said, yeah, this one's been... Uh, uh, changed around a bit, but it's still there. He sent us
2: this little tiny photograph. Yeah, we, of we didn't it.
0: put
5: the photo. And in
2: no, photo. no, it we it didn't have permissions for that. But he, um, yeah, he apparently was working on the lot or something, and took a couple of pictures of some of the old administration buildings. If you watch some of the Republic serials, Flying Disc Man, Radar Man, and so forth, you'll see them running out of a building. Okay, and if you look at the two, two or three serials. Um, uh, uh, zombies of the Stratosphere is another one. You'll see it's the same building every time, and <laughs> so uh, we we sent him a little picture of this, and he goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's." And he sent back, so we're like, "Good, now we can put that in the book." Mm-hmm. And if you look on Google Earth, if you try and you know get down in altitude there and go, okay, that looks like it might be the same. Right. building, but yeah, we didn't have any positive proof. Yeah, because yeah, so.
5: unfortunately, a lot of these things are disappearing. You know, even as we were writing the book, uh, mm-hmm. we heard that uh, they were going to take out some of the uh, back lot, uh, Columbia backlot, which is part of Warner Brothers yeah. right now. And some of those houses that were used in the serials, I mean, because they go way back. They were also used in television series and so forth. And I guess they're going to put offices or something in there. And, and so all of those famous houses that we have several pictures of, uh, in the book are going to be no longer theirs. (laughs)
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, again, we're, we're lucky and fortunate that you guys, uh, took this on. Um, so now we have proof that they actually existed.
2: Yeah. That's one of the things that our forward is for our first book. Um, uh, the late Bob Stevens, he um, referred to us as cinematic archaeologists. There you go. <laughs> yeah. we, uh, said that we're sort of preserving history in some of these places that you know are being taken down. We never thought of it that way, but we thought it was kind of a cool name, mm-hmm. um, and so we kind of used that
1: definitely as
2: our as our as our moniker.
5: Yeah, because yeah. we really wanted people to know what was there before it got taken out. Yeah. I mean uh, just like the 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 stage 28 of Phantom of the Opera. Oh, that's <laughs> just so sad. Yeah, that's a yeah, sad there was, story. it's supposed to have they were supposed to have saved a box or part of the stage or something, but we've yet to see it appear anywhere.
4: Yeah. We were hoping it would
5: be in the new uh, film museum that they have opened in Los Angeles, but
4: Yeah, I so want to go to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. last time we went to Monster Palooza, we went over to the Peterson Automotive Museum.
0: Oh, yeah.
4: And uh I'm like okay, well, next time we're going to the science fiction museum. Yeah, but we well, did I go. Mean, we unfortunately- did go to Warner Brothers, and it was funny because we were on the tram. You know, and they were taking us on the Warner Brothers tour, and mm-hmm. remember this when you guys go. Yeah, uh, we were walking. We were driving by this, like side of a building with like stairs going up, and it looked like an old library. And the guy on the tour goes. Oh, yes, these were the uh, steps that Batman and Robin would run up in the 66 series to get to Commissioner Gordon's office. It's like, and then you like look and you could picture the Batmobile like pulling up in front of Uh, uh, them. I almost jumped out of the tram. I was like, holy crap. I gotta get a picture (laughs)
2: picture of (laughs) myself up there.
4: (laughs) So there's things like that that you have no clue even it still exists that, Mm -hmm. you know. You, you'll stumble across, but yeah,
5: like I think I don't think we were allowed to take a picture of it, but they had the wheelchair from House of Wax when oh, we wow. went years ago, yeah. and
4: wow. it was wow. like,
2: I wanted to take a picture of
5: that
0: wheelchair, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really?
4: <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't let you take pictures inside. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, because they have a whole floor of Batmobiles in there too, like a whole mm. building with all the different Batmobiles. Mm. But, oh, yeah, it's uh, and of course, everybody's
2: got their phone out. Well, pictures, yeah, that uh, thinking of taking pictures on the fly. In the first book, in Where Monsters Walked, we have a picture that is the background hills from Universal um, that they used in Creature from the Black Lagoon. So you can see that there's a shot, very classic shot. And you know how we got that one? Okay. It was on the tram. We made sure we sat on the right-hand side of the tram just before they do the little, the Charlton Heston, you know, through the parted right. waters thing. And I'm leaning out, and Gail's got the picture next to her, and I'm going, okay, good. Okay, get that. Boom. I managed to get two of them off before we went through the Red Sea there. And so we've had some kind of very funky ways of getting photo, but the important thing is to get the photograph. Yeah, get right. the shot.
1: Get the shot. Get the shot you
4: need. Yeah, no, I mean, the books are amazing because – yeah, you know, before you kind of hear about, okay, you hear about things word of mouth or someone will say, oh, look, over here is where they shot this or that. So, but you don't have any kind of reference. Yeah. And, or proof. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely <laughs> no proof. proof. We have a-
5: also, there's persistent stories that happen, you know, because they, like, for instance, um, Harry Thomas was... Uh, quoted as saying that the, the eyeballs that were made for the aliens and killers from space oh. were made out of egg cartons, but all these people keep putting on there every time pong, on Facebook yeah. that it was ping pong balls, and it's not.
2: Just, <laughs> we, we actually got to talk to Harry a couple of times, oh, he and he told us, time. you know, how um, how the, the effects were done for that.
1: See, that's cool. So I, you I
2: gotta, like. That's uh. one of the things that we, you know, really made important for our, our books and articles as well, is, you know, if we got to see it uh-huh. to, to record it. You know, I, I don't want to go by, well, for instance, we've heard stories of, oh, there's this cement foundation at the Arboretum that was used as the general store in Giant leeches. You don't have any proof <laughs> of that. I mean, who told you that? I mean, it's a it's a great story, uh-huh. right. but it looks kind of like it. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I mean, you see I want to know, okay, I want you know, let me show me background hills so I can line it up. Mm-hmm. Let me see, you know, yeah, other photographs if he shot we will not put it we'll in. We'll not there. put it in. Yeah, we've yeah. we've asked a few Photos that we thought there's just insufficient proof. Yeah. You know, I want to make sure that you know, if we tell somebody this is where something is, there's actual proof of it. We can back it up. And so they can go there and feel like, yes, this is where the monster stood, mm-hmm. or this is where Captain Marvel mm-hmm. was. And because uh, there are a lot of ones that, that we just don't have solid enough proof. And our rule is if either one of us, Objects to it. No, I just don't think there's enough proof. It's out. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's, that's the one. we we have very
3: strict standards <laughs> on that.
1: It's a good thing. Um, Karen, Checks are you and say something? I Think I lost my train of
3: thought, Larry. Okay, no
1: no worry.
4: <laughs> that <laughs> train has left the station. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, the
5: other thing we wanted to make sure we had in there was all of the wonderful uh, people over the years that did the stunt work. Mm. And, I mean, oh, yeah. they just made the cereal so much more wonderful, and we just wanted to make sure that that we mentioned them in there, and uh, even get a few of them in pictures. <laughs> yeah,
2: Gail did a really great job of researching, you know, who all the the stunt players were, and and it was funny when we were doing the index. Of course, we have them, you know the major ones listed in there, and so it, when you look at that, you go, oh, my God, this guy. Uh, it's like 20 different pages where this guy's work is in here. Mm-hmm. They they just did some amazing stuff. And you look at the, the stunts that they did. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of my favorite ones is Davy Sharp's mm-hmm. one from Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where he that does mm-hmm. uh, the backflip and kicks the two guys at the same time and lands on his feet. Which um, he wow. was
5: still able to do when he was in his 60s. Yeah, Bob <laughs> wow. Horns tells
2: a great story about, about Davy Sharp doing this in his living room. He says, oh yeah, I've done this.
4: I do this every day. And he does a backflip in front of Bob (laughs) to demonstrate it. And uh, so. God, if I tried that right now, I'd probably be in the hospital for the next
2: (laughs) month.
0: I'd
4: I'd have broken something for sure.
1: See, and that's another aspect of, of the book that I appreciate is that those stories, those names, you know, that were integral to these serials being as successful as they were. You know, and and it's nice that we have the names of those folks that helped contribute stunts and and acting and and so forth. So that's that's cool. Appreciate, really appreciate the the work that you guys. Uh, how long did it take for the first book? Research oh, and completion, and that was
5: that one took a while because we were both still working. Yes, that
1: was like fifteen, 15 years. years. Fifteen and and oh, the wow. second one. Was, um, well, here's the
2: thing: is that while we were collecting. Of, you know the photos for where monsters walk, we were already collecting serial locations. Oh, okay, you, you uh, people need to understand. We started this this out in like the nineteen nineties, well, you know, late
5: eighties. Got our first couple of pictures in the eighties. 80s 80s, yeah, was going to libraries, right? Oh, and, okay.
2: And it was for us. It was just like a little side hobby of. Of being a movie fan and collecting movie and that's, posters, that's
5: why we were standing in some of the pictures. Yeah, that's why some oh, of wow. <laughs> our pictures we took on our
2: vacation. And and so, um, we were already getting serials and TV and and all this and and just putting it in a scrapbook. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't until we started sharing these scrapbooks with our friends mm-hmm. and also with Bob with, with Bob Stevens. And out of a clear blue sky, one day we we're having lunch with him and. We just come back from a trip and we're showing him the scrapbook. And he goes, you guys really should make a book. <laughs> and <laughs> mm-hmm. like,
5: so... Well, there wasn't anything else like that out there. So, yeah, let's yeah, do that. Yeah, right. and, and
2: so that's that's kind of what got us down right. there. And that was about, what was that, 2010, maybe a little before? it was before that. Before that, that he suggested it. Mm-hmm. And so then we just started finding more and more stuff. And at the time, one of the reasons... Before that, we just had, you know, stills that we had bought off of eBay and at collector shows. And at the time that Bob suggested this, a a piece of hardware had come out that we could use with our Mac that um, would allow you to digitize any video signal, videotape, Laserdisc, uh, DVDs, which were becoming new. And so um, we could then make our own still frames,
5: yeah because before that we would run into people that you know they had a notebook and that they had taken a picture of their television screen <laughs> and they'd pause the video oh, yeah. pause the video
2: and take a picture and then develop the picture and so this this allowed us to you know expand tremendously and that's when it really took off you know nice being able to do that it was so uh, Oh, I'm sorry, Karen. Go ahead.
3: Oh no, I just I just wondered how did you get connected to uh, McFarlane?
2: Well, we had all we had bought one of the very first books that McFarlane put out. It was the um, the Bill Warren "Keep Watching the Skies." Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, beautiful book. Yeah, that's yeah, a great we, book, we bought yeah. that. That was like 89 or or 90.
5: Yeah, and we also saw that they had published a couple of other books on locations, but they weren't science fiction, fantasy, and horror locations, so we thought, well, that's a niche publication also. They they, they tend to do stuff that's niche, and it's
2: really cool because... Very focused kind of publications, yeah. Right.
5: And so uh, we sent out um, a couple of different, um, I guess, what would you call them, sort of to find out whether they'd be interested yeah. and uh, so the, the first proposal. one says, yeah, the first one that we sent to I think that they were almost simultaneously that we had sent them out and the one said well this isn't something we publish but we think there might be a publisher out there that would do this and then the second one was you know mcFarlane and and they sounded like they might be interested and they asked us to explain. A little more of what we were doing with it and and you know how we would set it up and that sort of thing
2: it was uh, when mcfarland did this is yeah, gail wrote to them and yeah so our first rejection was from a local publishing house mm-hmm. um, but it was a nice rejection letter <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were so they, they were so they
5: thought it was interesting it just wasn't the kind of thing that they
2: when they were it. publishing mm. and so gail wrote to mcfarland and so, they kept sending, asking us back another email, said, well, could you expand on this? And so, we went back and forth for about a month or two, right? Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, we had almost completed the project for the first, first book. And so, I was getting very frustrated. Gail's so much more diplomatic than I am. And <laughs> so, I was getting very frustrated at this. And finally, I said, okay, that's it. I'm, I'm done. And so, I went down to the copy place and I had them make a copy. Of our, our, our manuscript, our, our rough draft. And, I'm just, and I boxed it up and I shipped it out to them. And so then we didn't hear anything for two weeks. Oh, wow. And so I'm thinking, okay, they threw it out,
0: <laughs> lost it.
2: Um, I don't know. Or they're know what, just slow readers. Or, or, or you know, yeah. it's just, it's on a stack somewhere because they're busy, <laughs> you know, something like that. And, then the next thing we get is an email go explaining how their contracts work. <laughs> and we're like, oh, I guess they like this. Yeah, that's, right. that's promising. Yeah. And so and then when we went to the, the second book, we just send them a sample chapter and they go, you're good. <laughs> ah, so because they, nice. they trusted yeah, what yeah. we did yeah. after the
4: first book. And so, that was so, so, of so speaking of progression, you mentioned earlier that you're working on another book now.
2: Yeah, we're, we're starting to uh, assemble material for a book on television locations. Oh, nice. And, uh, and so that.
5: It, it, it's a, a small amount of television shows we're working with, but some of them have many episodes that have many locations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keeps
1: you busy. Because
2: we're, we're, we're going, you know, back in the 50s, we got science fiction theater and the adventures of Superman, mm. and uh, all the way up to the end of the 1960s. Mm. Um, so we have invaders,
0: yeah, outer, outer oh.
2: limits, Twilight Zone, oh boy, science fiction yeah. theater, yeah, yeah, and uh, Lost in Space, oh, wow.
4: Voyage yeah. to the Bottom we of the Sea, have one for uh. Captain
2: Zero.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you could probably do a whole book just on our Irwin Allen locations. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, it's
4: funny though; is maybe not
2: as many as you think. Right. Mm. Dude, um, a
5: lot of them ended up being stage bound. <laughs> stage bound.
2: Also, oh, Irwin okay. Allen was didn't waste a shot. If yeah. he got a shot of something, you can bet that shot was going to show up in another episode, maybe two or three <laughs> episodes. Or another series. Serials did
5: the same thing. No, or, oh, Serials. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Republic. Republic. If the, the shots you saw of the Rocket Man suit. Right, <laughs> we use those to, a lot. Yeah. That's
5: why you always saw the hats on the guys because they had to match it up with guys with hats later. Yeah,
2: <laughs> right.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was Bob Wilkins' whole thing, just saying, "Watch the fight. The hats never fall off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No matter what, the hats stay on." <laughs> Yeah, so that,
2: that, uh, so he was extremely economical with that. So,
4: yeah. well, yeah, maybe. the big joke with Aaron Allen is that he'd have a monster alien on, uh, Lost in Space. And then, and then up and up in he'd, he painted, drawing it and be on Voyage Obama C next yeah. week. Yeah. You know? Oh, exactly.
2: Yeah. We've, uh, we've been going through Voyage lately and, and it's just, they're, they're, they're fun old things to go through. Um, I, I, I think. It's funny when you're binge watching it. Yeah, yeah. When you're doing it one after the other, it was like right. Richard Basehart really needs to ease up a little. He's, <laughs> he's he's a very intense actor, you know, and and took it super seriously. Of course, oh, you have to yeah. to sell it, yeah. you know. Um, but that's uh, yeah. So you know, not as many. And, and also, we've noticed is Irwin Allen used um, like a, a, a scene setting shot that had nothing to do with the rest of the show. (laughs) (laughs) This is something that was in Tibet, you know, and you take a a picture of it from the, I guess, the company library or something, Mm -hmm. 20th century, and and that would be the, would set the scene. It's like, okay, we're going to show this picture of this temple in Tibet, and then we're going to go into the action, which... Of course, it has nothing to do with
4: that. But uh, so, but we have to look and say, okay, now where was that? You
2: know, right,
0: right.
4: Well,
5: like California.
4: <laughs> no. Well, I know, like mm-hmm. Lost in Space, the first season was in black and white. Yes. Mm-hmm. But he shot all the effects in color, mm-hmm. so he could use them in subsequent seasons when it right. show Smart became Korea, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, like there's some Red Rock Canyon mm-hmm.
2: things of uh, of Lost in Space, and they're used in several episodes of the Rocket suit that he's right that um, that's cool that guy williams is flying around in
1: and so this is our sensor suite portion of the show this is where we share the latest and greatest things that have come across our desks and uh to our attention and as we have our special guests today um ray would you like to share uh, gail uh, where can listeners find uh your books mm-hmm. well you can uh find
2: them on amazon that's a good place both of the books are there. I guess the serial book is doing pretty well. Um, and, and also from uh, McFarland itself is it at McFarlandPub.com, uh, McFarlandpub.com. Um, They have uh, have both our books there. Um, so those are those are the they, they don't appear at your neighborhood bookstore anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it looks like
5: you can actually order them from some of the bookstores like Barnes & Noble. Oh, that's right. Barnes & oh, Noble. Yeah, okay. you can actually
2: order from Barnes & Noble as well. Don't yeah, you see they're on
4: eBay but usually that's somebody wants to charge you more for that <laughs> um, I want to say oh, I was at a Barnes & Noble recently and I think I saw the first book there oh, oh you cool. did like out oh, in the wild cool. oh that wow you should so... take a picture of that <laughs> to send yeah. to us. i love to see that nice. I just stand next to it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next, yeah, next time I'm there I'll just like point, <laughs> point take a picture <laughs> of it. Oh,
2: that would be cool to see yeah, that man. yeah I can one
1: yeah really now, are, are you two going to be at the Creatures Con later on yes. year in August
2: yeah we're um we're gonna be. We'll have a table okay. over at Creatures Con where we'll have both our books and then a small amount of uh, you know like memorabilia? some memorabilia that we'll, mm-hmm. we'll have there as well. But yeah, we're looking forward to actually being mm-hmm. there being again because that was yeah. so fun. You know, last I missed time. it
1: last year. Uh, oh. We we ended up getting the COVID, so we couldn't yeah, leave we, the uh, house. Yeah. So.
2: We just didn't go anywhere. You know, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. We, yeah. But no, it we was uh, shots boosters, but we still didn't go anywhere. Yeah, that. it was uh, being a part of that. It, we had a. You want to tell the story about that that couple that came up while we were oh, signing? That was neat. Yeah, we had a. Uh, we were just sitting there signing a book for somebody who had just bought one. And this this young couple comes walking by and they stop. And um, you can kind of see them out of the corner of your eye while we're talking to these other people. And they're going, they're pointing and saying, like, Oh, <laughs> it's, that's them. That's them. And because the Creature Features uh, episode had just aired about a month before. Mm. And. So um the people we've been talking to finish and these two come up and, and and now I know what it was like for those you know film stars and other people <laughs> when we were on the other side of the table mm-hmm. as the fans <laughs> yeah cuz these two come up they wanted their picture with us and they wanted oh, to sign the book. and, and like i was that. kind of we were both laughing the whole time yeah. uh we'd never experienced Been on the other side that before yeah. you know and so that
4: was that was sort of fun that was fun you yeah. know to, that to cool. have that little moment like that yeah i had someone come up to me one time and want me to sign the program book from our first Godzilla Fest. Oh, oh cool! Nice. And I was like, oh, okay. Yes. How fancy should I make this signature? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> make it legible. Make it. Yeah. Legible. Well, right.
2: I'm, I'm sort of used to signing my name because, uh, as a school teacher, at the end of the school year, the yearbooks come around, oh. and it, all every teacher feels like a rock star because you got <laughs> lines of kids that want you to You're sign, right. their, and they all want you to write something different. <laughs> Try doing that for That's 120 right. you know, students. <laughs>
1: That is cool. Well, the, the reason I bring that up is if folks wanted to meet you guys, get a, a signed copy, that would be a great place for yep. them. Absolutely. So, that's going to be in August. And if, if you um, uh, follow our social media pages, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, we will most definitely uh, share oh. the location and dates with folks. Yes, Walker.
3: And maybe we should also. Uh, do you guys want to share your social media that they can, our listeners might be able to follow you on? Or, well, uh, Gail has
2: a Facebook yeah, I have page. Have a Facebook page. And but I don't has, really it,
5: usually post that much on there. Yeah, <laughs> and we have. Uh,
2: and you can see the part of the cover of the book yeah. on her Facebook yeah. page. <laughs> um, I I suppose that would be a way you could contact us. Um, okay. But uh, we'll
5: certainly be putting uh, the show on
2: there. Yeah, we'll put the show on there, and you know, we actually put some of the ones from the when we did the thing at the Fremont Library Mm -hmm. that was that was shared on there. Um, But we don't have uh, a dedicated uh, Facebook page just for um, the books. We haven't quite gotten to that (laughs) point yet. Well, I know whenever
1: (laughs) whenever I see you guys doing something uh we'll try to share it on our planet 8 page we'll, we'll, two, we'll you let know.
2: you know yeah absolutely. Yeah. thank you yeah. that, that, sure. that would so be great we'll
1: yeah keep our listeners in the know um is there anything else uh did we not cover bob karen any questions burning questions we have well we have the orwigs here with us
4: well i think i know all i need to know <laughs> well, we're going to lunch after the episode so we'll be we, we talking another being, couple
1: hours so. and, yeah. and again I, I thank you guys because uh, you know this is I was so pleasantly surprised that my father-in-law took such an interest in, in your guys' work
2: uh, let us know how he likes going uh, to the locations we would I love will. to hear about it
1: he, he was very impressed that we were mentioned uh, in, in the thank you part of oh. the uh, uh, book as well uh, this is like the one time we interviewed Judith O'Day and my wife was like you didn't talk to Judas so Dave. Like,
0: I yeah, I did. She
1: <laughs> to the episode. Oh my god, I I that street cred. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, she thinks I just play around with Bob and Karen on our podcast every <laughs> year.
4: No, it was funny because I, uh I had just gotten the book and I was going to go downstairs and exercise, so I handed the book over to Debbie. I go, ah, "Here's Ray and, and Gail's new book," and I went down and. She texted me. And she's like, "Did you look at the acknowledgments?" I'm like, "No, not yet." And I came up. She was like ecstatic because her name was in the acknowledgments. I don't think she's ever had her name in an acknowledgement of a book. Well, that's before. not acknowledgments. Yeah, we told uh,
5: McFarland to change uh, it uh, <laughs>
2: yeah,
4: to add some more in there. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I
2: mean, acknowledgments yeah,
5: still be under her. Was it under her? Yeah, no, it's name? Johnson. Did, yeah,
2: they fix it. Yeah, oh, I gonna say acknowledgments are not usually the thing you read first. <laughs> <Right>. So. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, I am uh, pleased that you guys were here again with us uh, to talk, and um, we'd love to have you on again. You just have so much information and knowledge of uh, all of the genre films and TV shows. Looking forward to the new book. It um, so <laughs> might be a posted. little while, but we will let you know. Oh, we, yeah, have,
2: we actually had uh, just recently in Midnight Marquee, we had an article published there on the locations for the 1960 Village of the Damned. Oh, and so that's that was something. And then I think last spring was that the one in Scary Monsters, mm-hmm. where we had uh, an article on the haunting yeah. okay. um, locations there. Those yeah, are all
5: we uh, collaborated with my late second cousin who lived in England, and he was able to get
2: pictures for us. So nice. Yeah. Yeah, so those are those are some more recent work, you know, that okay. we've done as well. Very cool.
1: Yeah, awesome. Okay, well, this brings this episode to a close. I want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening to our podcast. Stay safe, take care of each other. Until we meet again, this is Planet 8, signing off. Peace out. On that note, this will conclude this transmission from Planet 8. We would like to thank all of our intergalactic audience for listening. Be sure to head on over to our website at wwwplanet where you can get more information on this episode's topic.
3: For more conversation, find us on Twitter at Planet8Cast.
1: Or on Facebook at
4: facebook.com slash planet podcast
1: We want to thank you guys for tuning in each and every episode. We look forward to your input and opinions. Until next time, this is Planet 8, signing off. End transmission. By George, he's got it. It is the end.